Good morning. I'm Riley, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, a program where I speak with nonprofit groups and organizations, finding out how they serve our community and getting updates on current projects. Today's program is a little bit different. I'm sharing a recent Zoom conversation I had about TPCH, the Tucson Pima Collaboration to End Homelessness, and what resources are available for those currently facing homelessness or eviction. I am speaking with Jason Thorpe. I'm the Planning and Community Development Administrator for the City of Tucson Housing and Community Development Department. Today, we're really focused on the Tucson Pima Collaboration to End Homelessness. It's a collaboration. Who are the collaborators in this group? Absolutely. So the Tucson Pima Collaboration to End Homelessness is a coalition of about 50 local not-for-profit organizations, faith-based groups, community grassroots organizations, um, and government entities. So primary support for the coalition is provided by the City of Tucson through its Housing and Community Development Department, as well as Pima County through its Community and Workforce Development Department. Okay, so it's a, it's a quite the group. Can you just tell me more about TPCH, uh, how it got started, how long it's been around? Sure. So TPCH has evolved in you know, in some fashion, has existed over at least the last two decades and a bit older than that, actually, I think. There's always been sort of a regional coalition that's been working on homelessness. And then around 2010, HUD began requiring local communities to, to establish formal continuums of care that really took responsibility for regional planning related to homelessness, both in terms of serving people who are experiencing homelessness, but also in preventing homelessness. And so the coalition is you know, not a legal entity. We're not an organization in the way that we would generally think about a nonprofit organization. We exist really in the work that we do and that, it's, and that the coalition is recognized by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development as the regional planning body related to homelessness. And with that, the coalition also oversees about ten and a half million dollars in federal funds annually that are that are dispatched to community organizations throughout the Tucson area and surrounding Pima County. Okay, although homelessness is is definitely not a new issue by any means. Um, in a lot of ways, the faces of homelessness have changed recently. And I saw on the website tpch.net that part of your work is identifying gaps, services, and significant trends in populations for evaluation. Can you tell me a bit about what you are seeing trending and how it is shaping your actions? Sure. So, you know, I think through the pandemic, one of the things that folks who live in the Tucson area are recognizing all the time is they're seeing people experiencing homelessness more often. And we do know that there's absolutely been an increase in unsheltered homelessness in the last few years. So our best data estimates, we work with the University of Arizona to develop kind of statistical models that uh, data nerds love. Um, the rest of us kind of love the results, right? And so our best data estimates suggest that about 854 people are experiencing homelessness on a nightly basis in Pima County, um, which is a devastating stating number and we know that that number is an underrepresentation of the number of people actually experiencing homelessness because it's based on point in time counts that are conducted annually and and many people just aren't captured in those point in time counts we don't find them on that morning so we have seen in that's about a 40% increase over the last year and a half so we've seen a pretty significant increase in unsheltered homelessness Still, though, with that, um, people, if we think about what we're seeing in the Tucson area, I think folks would say, oh, we're seeing more than a 40% increase in homelessness. There are people everywhere. And what that is, right, is that um, people, because there's been 
throughout the pandemic, safety protocols have prevented kind of law enforcement protocols. And so it's a approach of breaking up encampments and forcing them to move along. And so because those kinds of activities were suspended, people have come closer into town that may have been further out in washes, further out in desert areas, honestly, much more unsafe. So folks are in public parks or in city areas. And so we're really seeing the people who have been unsheltered in our community all along. And so it's an opportunity for us as Tucsonans, I think, to really um, to really reflect on the kind of place we want to be and how to respond to our unhoused neighbors. Some other data trends, we are seeing an increase in um, homelessness among families with children, which is a devastating increase. We're seeing uh, increasing numbers of people experiencing chronic homelessness. And so chronic homelessness is really long-term homelessness, uh, coupled with folks who may have a disability. So really those kind of complicated mental health histories, other um, challenges. And so we've seen an increase in the number of people experiencing chronic homelessness. And so this is some of the bad news, right? I'll also share some of the good news. Yeah. So between 2020 and 2021, the number of people experiencing chronic homelessness in our in our community that we were placing in permanent housing increased by 280% on a monthly basis, right? So month to month between 2020 and 2021, we're housing 280% more people each month than we were last year, um, which is huge. Also, we're seeing rapid progress in the areas of being able to house people who are fleeing domestic abuse and other forms of violence, um, as well as HIV positive folks and people living with AIDS. So the, in those two populations in particular, we're seeing um, the, the ratio of people who are unhoused to those who were experiencing homelessness but have been housed. We're seeing this incredible progress in our community. And so while the overall problem is growing, we do know that we're making good progress along the way. And there are huge um, new resources coming into the local community through federal investments through the CARES Act and the American Rescue Plan, other allocations that allow us to continue that work. And so I think we're we're on the right path, um, but, but the problem is worsening. You're listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm speaking with Jason Thorpe, the Planning and Community Development Administrator for the City of Tucson Housing and Community Development Department. Tell me a little bit about how the funding for TPCH is used. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so TPCH partners with local organizations to um, administer funding. And so, as I mentioned, about $10.5 million a year. And so our funding goes to a few supportive service type projects. So a project that provides employment, education, and peer support for young people experiencing homelessness. A project that provides housing navigation and helps people find housing and alternatives that maybe aren't their experience of homelessness, maybe isn't enough of a crisis, as terrible as that is to say, um, that they're going to be prioritized for the limited housing availability. So we have like navigators that can help those folks find other housing solutions. But then the vast majority of the funding really goes into housing interventions themselves. So transitional housing, rapid rehousing, which is a shorter term type of intervention that ranges between three and 12 months usually, but can be up to 24 months. And then permanent supportive housing, which is a longer term sort of non-time limited housing plus services for people who, who have a disability and who have other complicated barriers to maintaining their own housing. Yeah, because there's a lot of elements to what causes homelessness. It's not a one size fits all type situation. From what I understand, you're preparing for some community input meetings for how to use some money from that American Rescue Plan that we, you know, you hear about all the time in the news. Can you tell me a bit more about that and like what's coming up there? 
Yeah, absolutely. So HUD has awarded $12.7 million approximately to the city of Tucson and Pima County jointly through home funds, part of the American Rescue Plan. And so those funds are really intended for um, capital projects. So projects that build out sustainable housing, actual facility-based brick and mortar resources. And so um, looking particularly at sort of non-congregate shelters or shelter where people aren't necessarily in dorms or bunks, but have their own living space. And one of the models of that we're seeing the most commonly right now are the conversion of, hold, of hotels or motor lodges into shelter environments, right? Also, it can be used for supportive services, shelter for domestic violence programs to build additional affordable housing designated for people who are escaping homelessness or who are severely cost burdened. Mm-hmm. So this money needs to become permanent solutions, things that are going to last for a long time, not just quick fixes. It sort of reflects the the evolution of the pandemic period, right? So if we think about the CARES Act, which was the kind of original pandemic federal stimulus response, CARES Act funding was really like focused on immediate solutions. So it was, you know, eviction prevention. It was immediately transitioning shelter, getting personal protective equipment out, um, helping with vaccination and testing, um, really those sort of short-term crisis response options. And then the American Rescue Plan focuses more on that sort of long-term recovery. So it's a pivoting as we think about our response to homelessness from how do we deal with the crisis that we're living in today to now with the American Rescue Plan funds, we're able to say, how do we, how do we begin to build the ecosystem to respond to homelessness that our community really needs? You're listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm speaking with Jason Thorpe, the Planning and Community Development Administrator for the City of Tucson Housing and Community Development Department. What are some of the options that are currently available for people who are experiencing homelessness? From what I was looking at on the website, there is, uh, let me find, it had a special name for it. Oh, coordinated entry. I was reading a bit about that. I'd like to hear more. Sure. So coordinated entry is really meant to be sort of one door and no wrong door to the help you need. So if we think about how someone would have accessed housing services, say 15 years ago, I would, if I were experiencing a housing crisis, maybe there were 10 organizations in town that all that were all providing some sort of housing assistance. I would need to call each of those organizations, find out if they had an application, complete their application with them. And then maybe they had some rules like, right, because there would always be a wait list. There's always, there's never as much housing as there is need. And so, so maybe their rule is I have to come to three classes and, or maybe I have to call every Tuesday to remind them that I still need housing. So I stay on the list or all these things. Right. And I would do this in a number of different organizations across town. All those organizations are now spending time managing this relationship with me and me on their wait list. And I'm being forced as someone who's gone through, you know, homeless experiences are traumatizing. Right. And I'm being forced to tell this story of my experience to 10, maybe more organizations from which I may or may not ever get uh, assistance. Some of the things that didn't work there, one, it's really time consuming, but then also it means the people who can do that, the person who could remember to make that call every Tuesday, the person who could show up for those three classes was the person who got housing. Mm. And so people had to prove their worth for housing, right? And so as a system, we know like housing is a fundamental human right. Everyone deserves a safe place to sleep. So coordinated entry really says the person who has the greatest need should be the next person to go into any housing option. And so we have 
one standard assessment that's used for all housing programs that are funded through either the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, the City of Tucson, Pima County, or the State of Arizona. Any of those, um, any of those housing programs, there's one assessment that's used to to check for eligibility and then also to determine um, prioritization for housing. And that assigns sort of a score. And then based on other factors, we keep a list of all the people in the community who need housing. And whenever a bed comes open in any one of those community programs, we're able to say the next person who needs this housing the most is this person over here. And then that organization contacts that person. So the, whoever needs the housing most gets that next housing option, um, regardless of whether that's the place they applied, whether they ever even would have known that program would have ever existed. So it's really about managing, managing having more need than available resource and trying to make sure that the, the people with the greatest need get access to those resources. Sort of like an emergency room triage system for housing. Triage type uh, setting, yeah. Can you tell me a bit more about like what would qualify, like what the qualifications would be for someone to help get housing placement through that process? So, I mean, eligibility for housing through most homeless assistance programs, I mean, the primary is going to be that the person is actually experiencing homelessness, and that's homelessness as it's defined by the federal government. And so I tell you that many people are living in situations that are not safe or great housing, but they aren't considered homeless by the federal government. And so um, people who are maybe doubled up or are, you know, um, families that are staying with other families, some of those kinds of settings, like those folks aren't really considered homeless within that system. And so they're not prioritized for housing. So it is um, people who are either sleeping outside at a, at a shelter or someplace designated for people who are experiencing homelessness or in another place that's not meant for human habitation. Okay. Um, and, and we know that the, there's, there's tremendous need for housing supports that reflect a broad range of experiences other than just those. We also know that people in those environments are the most likely to die because of their housing status. And so to that point of coordinated entry is a triage tool mm -hmm. where you know, the person who gets housing, unfortunately, is going to be the person who's the most likely. And so so from what I understand, like you could go to any of the locations for this and it's a relatively quick process. The assessment process itself is very quick. Um, housing access could take any any amount of time, right? And it because it it's not a wait list in the traditional sense, right? So it's not like I I came in before you, and therefore we can never say like you might get housing in two months because we have no idea if tomorrow ten people in a much more dire situation than you show up. The length of time someone may wait for housing completely varies. Getting your name in there and uh, making that first step, um, then. Facing eviction is very scary and very just overwhelming. And what are possibilities for someone who is at risk for eviction and becoming homeless? Because I understand that TPCH also helps in that regard. Absolutely. And so there, right now, there are a number of programs that are operating that can help people who are at risk of eviction and could become homeless if they were evicted. And so the the first and the most widely available is the emergency rental assistance programs that are being operated. And so there's a program that's operated through the Arizona Department of Housing. There's also a local program that's operated between the city of Tucson, Pima County, and a local organization, the Community Investment Corporation. Folks can access that, the eligibility and apply for that assistance. That website is TucsonPimaEP.com. Also, the Tucson Pima Collaboration to End Homelessness has partnered with the city of Tucson and Pima County to launch a, an expanded homelessness prevention program that provides, beyond just kind of providing that eviction prevention assistance, kind of back payment of rent and utilities, 
can also help with a few months of rental assistance going forward, some other additional um, supportive services. And that program is really prioritized for individuals or families who have really complex rental histories and may have a hard time avoiding homelessness. So it's not using a coordinated entry system. It is not um, available to everyone who applies. It is available specifically to folks that, that we know that just paying back rent is probably not going to prevent the eviction or isn't going to prevent their homelessness. It might prevent it for now um, and that more intensive services are needed. So for that program, we've established a web portal that folks can go and complete a self assessment that looks one at whether they're eligible for that assistance, the federal program, so it has a lot of rules, but then also complete a screening assessment that asks some questions that help us determine prioritization. And that looks at the kinds of things that may make it hard for someone to rent if they are evicted. So having prior evictions, having um, prior major credit issues, having prior criminal offenses, things like that. So where do you think is the best like starting point for someone who is perhaps facing eviction? Like where would you send them to just see what the next step should be? Sure. So I would start in two places. The first thing I would do if I am about to be evicted, if I know if I'm just falling behind on rent and I haven't received an eviction notice yet, I would go to Tucson Pima EP. I would apply for emergency rental assistance um, through that program. If I have received an eviction notice already, so I know I'm going, I am going to be kicked out of my home in the next 14 to 21 days, then I would also go to TucsonEvictionHelp.org and complete a homelessness prevention assessment there. And so getting on both of those lists as early as possible is the best way to try to get services that you may need. Getting the process started sooner is definitely the best best method. Well, Jason, is there anything else you would like to add on before we, we wrap up? today? I don't think so. I think just thank you so much for your interest in the work that we're doing to address homelessness and to help prevent homelessness among our neighbors. The economic fallout from the pandemic has been a challenge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, if anyone is interested in taking part in that community discussion about allocation of the funds, uh, where can they find info on that? Absolutely. So if you are interested in in participating in the community conversations about the Home American Rescue Plan funding allocation, uh, those those input sessions are being held on November 1st and November 3rd. And you can go to www.tpch.net and then look in the what's happening section for information on Home ARP information sessions. Wonderful. Well, Jason Thorpe, thank you so much for uh, sharing this information. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate this time. Great. Thanks so much, Riley. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. That was my recent Zoom conversation with Jason Thorpe, the Planning and Community Development Administrator for the City of Tucson Housing and Community Development Department. The websites mentioned in today's program include the Tucson Pima Eviction Prevention Program, TucsonPimaEP.com the portal for the online screening and assessment tool for homelessness prevention, TucsonEvictionHelp.org. There's also a phone number available if you are unable to complete the screening online, 520-724-7334. That's 520-724-7334. Resources are also available on the Tucson Pima Collaboration to End Homelessness website, tpch.net. 
If you are part of a nonprofit group or organization that would like to be featured in an upcoming episode of the Lifestyle Tucson program, you can reach out to us by email, publicaffairs at azlotus.com. That's publicaffairs, all one word, at azlotus.com. For more information about the program or to listen back to something you may have missed, you can go to the Sunday Mornings page at mixfm.com, klpx.com, kfma.com, or espntucson.com.